Hello, everyone, and welcome to Artifacts. I'm your host, Marissa Dickens. And today's guest is a multi-talented artist. She can sing, dance, act. She's like a triple threat. I think the best two words to describe her for me is fierce and a go-getter. So wherever you're listening, please help me welcome Sarah Sigmund. Oh, hey. Thanks. That is the sweetest intro. Thank you so much. So Sarah and I went to Loyola and we were both dance yeah. majors. And then it was like sophomore year. And I'm like, wait, where's Sigs? Like, where is she? And they're like, oh yeah, she's like, <laughs> like doing her thing. And she like went to New York. I'm like, what? I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh like, I'm sad that she's gone. I'm like, oh, no, right. she's not going to be in my valley class anymore. Oh my God. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thinking back, it's, it's so crazy. And yeah, I kind of just like, snuck out like I, I didn't really I say but like I know it was truly like August and my dad was like hey so should I pay tuition for this next year and I was like mm, I honestly haven't thought about it so probably not and he was like okay well what do you want to do and I was like I don't want to move to New York and my parents are both performers so they're like uh-huh. okay finally like what like we were waiting so uh-huh. I was like okay great yes go girl well, thank you again for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you for inviting me. Yes. Um, because I haven't seen you since like freshman year. So like we need to catch up. Yes. Oh my god. All the tea today. All the tea. Okay. <laughs> um, so where did you grow up? Okay, so I grew up in Carmel, Indiana. It's a little suburb of Indianapolis, just north. Yeah, and it was I had a fantastic childhood. I loved it. I started dancing when I was like probably like five. I feel like everybody says that. (laughs) No, really. Like I started dancing when I was five. Um, but I don't know. I, I tried, my parents put me in a bunch of different sports, like instruments, activities and dance. When I was, I think I was eight or so. I was like, I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. I don't know, you know, just Mm -hmm. going through the motions. So I kind of quit for a couple of years and it didn't last that not even a couple of years I think I like left for a year and I was like oh I need to dance again <laughs> but no dance was really the only sport or activity or anything that I really really committed to and stuck with and was so, it all different styles or what were yeah, yeah. so I kind of started out baby ballet classes so yes. <laughs> babysitting ballet classes <laughs> um and then after that I joined um this company academy called Ibotta Dance Company, which their focus was mostly like African and modern dance. And it was, um, it was in Indianapolis. So it was mostly black people, which was so, it was so nice to be surrounded by that because I grew up in a mainly white area. So it was, and my parents did make it a point to, well, I'm biracial for people who don't know or don't can't see what I look like (laughs) listening listeners but my parents definitely made it a point to raise me in both communities so that I I have experience I have I don't know my background is both so um yeah so that was really nice to get my roots in African and modern dance and then when I started getting older I started taking ballet classes and I really loved ballet and I I kind of always knew that I would want to do ballet because that was like what I felt like I was good at (laughs) Um, I grew up a little bit more and I went to this place called Gregory Hancock Dance Theater and I joined their academy and I started taking ballet. We were, it was, was at the pre-professional company of that company. Okay. And so we had to take ballet every day for two hours. And then we also had our modern classes, our jazz classes 
Bollywood. Like we did a couple musical theaters, Scottish Highland. Oh my gosh, that, that was wild. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I have all of that in my background because it definitely, it makes you such a versatile dancer and like not really scared of anything but hip hop because I didn't really take hip hop. That's like my only focus, which is funny. They offer like combination classes for when you're a kid. So you get a little bit of tap, yeah. a little bit of ballet. Yes, yeah, and yeah. It's just yeah. like mom and dad, I want to do hip hop. I, do- yeah. I did it for straight, like, uh, I don't even know until high school. Yeah. Thing. I think that heavily, heavily influences how I move, but. Yes, but no, that's, that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't have. Like, I, I am very jealous that you definitely, you were like, I want to do hip hop and like, this is what I want to do. Cause now. I like recently went to a more commercial audition and I felt like such a clown and I was like I need I have to get into a hip-hop class so I'm gonna take one today after yes. this. perfect oh my gosh just trying to get like you girl like I, I really need to <laughs> your parents you mentioned earlier they're both performers because I know yeah. we talked about even in college like your mom was also like in musicals and your dad yeah. is a musician as well yes yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom is an actress, singer. She does not call herself a dancer. She says she's a mover weller. Um, <laughs> and then my dad plays the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they met on the Dream Girls tour. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I know it's so cute. Such a cute story, cute origin story. But yeah, they're both originally from New York. And I was uh, funny, I was born on the Cats tour, which is <laughs> wild. Born on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah no it's it's definitely like in in the family we keep it in the family <laughs> you know? it's been supportive because they've been surrounded by that and they probably surrounded oh. you with it your whole life oh yeah so you come to that decision come to jesus moment of all right new york so talk about that whole transition because you kind of touched on it so your parents were like waiting for like okay we we're waiting for you which is awesome yeah. Oh my gosh. So freshman year came and went, I came back home. My parents moved to Florida um, after I graduated from high school, they are retired. They've been retired for a minute and they're like, we just want the warm weather. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. So I went home for a little bit of the summer and then I came back up to Indy and then I started dancing again with a, another company that I kind of supplemented with Gregory Hancock when I was in high school um, and they were called Kenyette and it was very much like an Ibotta feel like the the yeah. like where I grew up doing African and modern and like kind of just like that fusion of just black dance and it yeah. feels so good to do that and so when I, I kind of joined the company again right after freshman year and I was like okay like let me do this for the summer this will be great I can see my friends like dance with my friends like it was it was so it was so great being with them and then we had a show say like in July or something like that and then they were like okay well we're getting we're hired to do Memphis the musical it was like a community theater thing but it was um it was it was a really good show it was really good but we they were like who wants to do it and I was like oh like I kind of want to do this like Memphis musical I've never seen it but I'd love to I'd love to like do that in professional theater I haven't seen them hire like a dance company to be the dancers and then like singers to be the singers like you just have to do everything now like now we have to do everything but it was it was a good little toe in the water moment where I was like okay like I can just mouth the words right now (laughs) and focus on the dancing before I start singing (laughs) 
they literally told us they were like okay we're hearing some voices that we don't know and I don't think I was actually the, I really don't think I was the one that they were talking about but we hear some singing and we don't think it's the singers. So dancers, please just mouth. And I'm pretty sure I was just mouthing the words. So I really, really don't think it was me. <laughs> not just trying to cover my ass. Like, I really don't think it was me, but um, I was just like, Oh, like, I kind of do want to sing though. Like I kind of want to sing and dance, you know, yeah. but um, we did Memphis. I think the dates were in September. So fun. I loved it. And I, I just, it was such a fun experience, you know? So I was like, okay, I've always known that I kind of wanted to do Broadway and musical theater, but I moved back to Florida with my parents and I just kind of got a random mall job working at a store. <laughs> Let me just like save up some money. And at one point I was like, you know, I, oh, I kept going back and forth to New York to audition for random things so the first I remember my first audition was for Hairspray and it was a regional audition so like not as much pressure as like a Broadway audition you know? but um they all still have their um auditions in New York so I remember going and I like had a leotard on and shorts which is not auditions. what <laughs> I just I looked so new and then I had my like Capizio character shoes which like nobody wear like if you if you're caught wearing those honey like you might not get fucked <laughs> really no one wears character shoes Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. So, so here, like everybody has Laducas, which are like the shoes to, yeah, they're, I know. And they're very, very expensive, but anyway, like (laughs) I just looked like I was new, but I mean, I got a call back. Like it was, it was still, I was like, okay, great. Yeah. Amazing. Like this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I went with the wrong group. I didn't, I guess I mixed up the time. So I had to dance with the men. So I was the only girl in the room, which that's a lot. Okay, I hope in a good way. Um, there was another girl there, and I also didn't know that they already called the group in the room. Oh. And so I walked in late, didn't know the combination at all. But the director, casting director, knew that I, I think, knew that I came from Florida to audition because the theater was in Florida. That was the whole thing. Like, I had housing, I had, like, I could easily yeah. do that, and like, they wouldn't even have to pay for my housing. Mm-hmm. So, they had the other girl who they knew come out, teach me the combination. We went back in and we did it. And then like, I got a call back. I'm so grateful to that girl. I don't remember what her name is, but I, whenever I see her in an audition, I'm like, she probably doesn't remember me, but it was, I, it was just great. But um, yeah, so it was, that was my first audition experience. And then after that, I kind of like understood how it went. And then I just kept flying back and forth from Florida to New York to like, go to like the King Kong, the first King Kong audition that they had. I like got a callback for that. And then like pretty women was new. And like, I got a callback for that. And I was like, okay, like I'm getting all these callbacks. Yeah. They must see something like they must actually like me. So what's to say that I couldn't actually book it. Like I should, I should move, you know? And so, uh, in February of 2018, February, 2018. Okay. So that's when I moved. I moved into a one bedroom. It was very nice. My parents, I don't know what I would do without them because they definitely financially helped me out um, with the money from college that we saved up for college. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's the school of life. Like, yes, school of life. No, really. Like, and that's, that's really what it was. Like I would take classes at BDC and steps. I would just go to auditions. And that was, that was my life for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, really was a school of life. Like it was, it was, 
and I'm still going through it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, no, it's never ending. But that's yeah, that's pretty much how I ended up here. Kudos to you for just doing it. Well, because you got those callbacks, and it's like reassuring. Yeah. That, yes, I can do it, this. And it's very reassuring because a lot of I mean, it took me a year to date. Like literally, February 2019 was the first actual dance job that wasn't just like a gig like that was an actual like longer term dance job that I booked and it, it took me a year to like make those connections with the casting directors make those connections with mm-hmm. choreographers and like producers directors you know and it yeah it's really it takes dedication and time but it 100% pays off what was the job then uh, the job so the first one that I booked was Dance Lab New York and it was oh my gosh such a great experience it used to be called Broadway Dance Lab basically a company that choreographers can come in set their work on but it doesn't have to be finished like you can just it's really a workshop lab situation and we had four I think it was four weeks long we had a different choreographer each week the first week was Reed McLeod who was in Moulin Rouge on Broadway just a lot of choreo so fun. it was really fun and then the second week I think was Gier Godley and that was more contemporary actually both of them were very contemporary and then the third week was Lauren Levette from New York City Ballet it's so funny too because when we we met her because we went out I think we went out the first day after rehearsal and she came to the first rehearsal just to like introduce herself and I did not realize who she was but she was sitting next to me at the bar and I was like you look so familiar and she was like <laughs> She was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know what it is, but like, you look so familiar. And she was like, oh, and afterwards, I like realized that she was with New York City Ballet, but I knew that she was somebody kind of special, but she was in a commercial that I had seen recently for New York City Ballet. But I was like, I know you in more of just like, oh, she's in that ballet company. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I've seen, heard your voice, seen your face. I don't know where from, but it's so embarrassing. I hope she doesn't remember that, <laughs> but it was, oh, I loved working with her. And then the next week was um, Hope Boykin with Ailey. So that was really great. And then at the end of our cycle, we got to do a gala and um, we performed at, oh gosh, I forgot what the theater's called, but it's inside like Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater yeah. building. And we got to do all of the pieces that we worked on. Like, even oh, though I said, you don't have amazing. to. Oh my gosh. It was, so, it was so cool. And then I got to meet so many people after the show. Like there were a lot of people in the audience. <laughs> my parents came up and it was, oh my gosh, it was, it was the coolest thing. But while I was there, the same, it's so funny in rehearsal. I, that summer booked two things on the same day. Like I got two emails while I was at rehearsal for dance lab for that, for summer stock that summer. And I was like, Whoa, like, keep it, keep it coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was, it was just so crazy. And then like, honestly, from the start of dance lab still to now, like I gratefully other than COVID obviously, because everybody lost their jobs, but, um, I I am so grateful. Like I'm still booking things. Crazy one thing just launches you and people need to, people just see what you do and how you work. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's honest, it's the foot in the door. Like if you, a lot of times too, people will look at resumes and if like you don't have anything on your resume, it's like, oh, like, I don't know, but like, maybe we'll give her a chance, you know? So it's, it's helpful when you do have like at least one thing in New York city. And then they're like, oh, she's worked in the city. Uh, yeah. She can, 
You know what I mean? Yep. Talk about, I remember seeing your Insta and I was like, oh my gosh, the Chicago National Oh, oh girl, it was so fun. It lasted, again, five minutes, but it was... <laughs> It was so good. It was so good. I um how actually did ended- it? how was the audition process? Oh like, my god. <laughs> I want to hear it all. Yes. So basically I was I oh gosh, I think this was in December that they had their initial auditions. And the whole team was like the Broadway team. Like we had Gary Christ, who has been a Fosse, like he's like a first generation Fosse. Lovely man. Oh my gosh. Tanya Nardinen was our director and they basically do all of the Chicago's around the world and on Broadway. So they just like come back clean, like whatever set things. So they came and they like did that for us too. Like you always do all that jazz at a Chicago audition. Like I know that like the back of my hand, I knew it like the back of my hand before, <laughs> before booking the show. But um, yeah, so we did that. And then we, I think they made a cut. I think the initial things were a appointments but I might be wrong I think that they were appointments and not an open call but I could be wrong so then we did Billy which is they have like the fans have you seen Chicago the movie or like I haven't which is oh my gosh crazy. it's so good oh my god no it's like it's so not thing, but... watch list. I feel like yes, I'm interviewing someone I get exposed for not watching something or not- <laughs> no do not feel bad but um there's like a dance where we have like these huge fan things yeah. But we didn't we didn't use the fans in auditions, but we started learning that for the audition. I think they made another cut. We did a couple of singing things like they gave us different sides to see if we could cover any of the principal roles. And then it was like a two day process, I think. We were there for a pretty long time. How many people do you think were at the audition? So I think the for initially there might have been 40 people. Oh, okay. so we had like two groups of 20 or so and then they narrowed it down then we split up in boys and girls and yeah and then we did different things because the male ensemble does different things than the female ensemble and how do you feel about these auditions is it like a yes oh my gosh so there's what is it you can do broadway world you don't have to subscribe to that that's just like you go online um also playbill and then the ones that you subscribe to are like backstage which i had a backstage account for the first two years i was here But um, also Actors Access is like, I want to say $67 a year, but that I would actually, like that, I still have my Actors Access. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because that's more like you, like commercials and and like film and TV, you can like submit for that stuff too. Yeah. So those things are 100% like Bible. Like that's, yeah, Yeah. for sure. And also if you have an agent that makes getting auditions so much easier, like so much easier, but yeah, girl. It was, it's fun though. Like it was such a fun show. Uh, the, like the audition was a lot more like a workshop than an audition. Like it was very much like a work session. Yeah. Yeah. And like (laughs) Gary, oh my gosh. He's just like this old queen, older queen. Like I just (laughs) telling us like how to do our fingers and like just very slow movements, you know, (laughs) like, but very precise. Talk about how, oh my gosh, it was for, uh, so we rehearsed in New York, I want to say like for two weeks. I never dreaded going to rehearsal at all. Like every single day I was like so excited to go. So it was a good rehearsal process for two weeks. And then we flew out to, to we flew to Seattle, but we, we teched in Yakima, Washington. <laughs> Yakima. A very interesting place. It's hilarious because the locals call, the locals call it Krakama. <laughs> so <laughs> <there's that. laughs> 
teched in Yakima and had like a soft opening. It was more of like a, a rehearsal that people could come to, yeah. if that makes sense. Open in Spokane, Washington. And that uh, I've never performed in them in front of that many people before. I think this this thing was was it like 2,700 seats and we like sold out and it was the coolest thing. and I have n- I've never it was when I tell you like the entire show I like had chills myself like watching other people and like we sit on the stage the entire show like there's chairs lining the sides and the bands all on stage too so it was just it was just so cool um, it was so cool and like we all had monologues because like the cell block so like it was the first time I'd ever said like an actual monologue on stage so fierce like you guys like I can't even it was just so cool all of us doing it together and like we all kind of like ran in the same circles before the show like I was pretty I was pretty good friends with my roommate before we even booked it but when we realized we booked it together with like a couple of our other friends we were like oh my god like this is the coolest thing ever <laughs> it was just so cool oh my gosh and then I got to sign autographs like I I literally like <laughs> ducked out of the out of the um like the backstage area and like you know how after you see a show you like people line up and like yes. with their playbill yeah, and like I didn't think anybody would want because <laughs> I was like I'm just in the ensemble like my name's June in the show yeah. but like not like I'm not like Roxy so I was like walking out and they're like oh can you sign it and I was like okay I'll sign your playbill <laughs> Oh my God. You have to perfect your signature now. I know, right? I mean, I was practicing for years and years for this. <laughs> but it was, it was so cool. And it was such a fun city to open in. Like it was, I'd never been to Washington state before. So that was really cool. And then we came down through Cal. We drove through Oregon. We didn't do any shows in Oregon. We came through California and it was funny because that's exactly when COVID basically hit. Basically the virus was following us. Like, oh. We like went down through California, had a couple of shows in California. And then on our way to Palm Desert, we were supposed to have a whole weekend in Palm Desert. They were like, Hey, so our shows have been canceled. Yeah. Um, and we were like, okay. And they were like, but we're supposed to have a layoff anyway, which is a week where you can go home or you can go back to wherever you want for a week, like a week off. Yeah. And then we were going to meet back up in, I think it was Calgary. And they're like, Oh, but we'll see you in Calgary. Like we're just, you guys can have the rooms for the weekend. And it was at this really nice Palm Desert like resort. And it was, it was swanky. I was like, okay, wait. <laughs> Autographs <laughs> and like, <laughs> no, it was so, and there was an open bar and nobody was there because like, I guess, and none of us knew really like how bad COVID was going to be. Cause none of us really had time to watch the news. Like yeah. I can't tell you, I don't, I don't think I watched any TV like at all when go, I was like, go. yeah, it was really go, go, go. Yeah, so we were on our way and we're like, okay, like, let's just have a little like kiki in Palm Palm Desert. And then we all left. And then like, we got an email, I think, and they were like, okay, like, this is really bad. So how many shows did you end up doing before COVID? I think it was 14. Oh. <laughs> how long does a show usually run? Like a national tour like that? Ours, I mean, ours was set for six months and then you could renew and do another six months originally. But yeah, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> No, it's so not a thing. Like it's it's so fine. I I wasn't really expecting anything. Only go up from here. You got a little yeah, right. Okay, right. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh. Yeah, COVID just put a damper on a lot of things. Oh my gosh, Especially and like for New York, like yeah. Cool. Uh, talk about that whole like COVID hit and how you saw it in New York and all how oh. you and your friends and, and yeah. Everything. Oh my gosh. Basically, I didn't 
come back. Like I wasn't here for the pandemic at all. I just moved back two weeks ago. Wow. But also, wait, I have to go back to the opening night thing. My mom surprised me. Like she, I didn't know she was going to come at all. And I'm so glad that she did because like she wouldn't have gotten to see it otherwise, you know? So like I saw her in the lobby and I like, and I know what her hair looks like. You've seen, I think yes, yes, yes. Big afro, like gorgeous, iconic, like, iconic, like with this like gorgeous long fur coat, and I just saw her from the back, and I was with my roommate, and I was like, "Mom," <laughs> she like turns around, and I literally just started weeping because I was just so happy that she was there, and like I'm not really a prayer anymore, but like I, I was weeping. <laughs> but, oh, I'm so glad she was able to see it though. Oh, oh. Same, same. I'm sad my dad didn't get to see it in person, but like it's okay because. The next things he'll be at and it'll be great. But I'm um, sorry. So back to, yeah. So I flew out, lived in Florida with my parents. Like we had a meeting on Zoom for Chicago last May. I think they originally were like, okay, we're going to probably try for August. And this was in May. And we're like, okay, great. Like, whatever. Let me, let me like move in with my boyfriend. Like I've never gotten a chance to do that. And it was, and I've honestly been there for like almost a year now. So it was like, it was honestly a blessing in disguise. Like COVID sucked. Don't get me wrong, but it was really nice to not be long distance for like a good 10 months, you know? Oh, you had your bit. And then, well, at least, like you said, blessing in disguise with you and Tyler. I feel, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I think of 2020 as like, okay, I read Harry Potter for the first time, or, oh, I created this podcast. <laughs> little, yes. little nuggets of yes. things. Well, but that- things really did come out of it like yes podcasts and like I had a couple friends start like really successful podcasts after like during the pandemic or like learning the things that you like to do outside of being an artist because like obviously like we are our art like we are our jobs and everything so like it's hard to distinguish like okay like I am a dancer but like what do I like to do? Like, what else do I do? You know, What's like, I love- outside of the dance world, you know, like, what is yeah. Your- like, who are you when you don't have that? Oh my God. And <laughs> sorry, I'm like tangents, so many tangents. And I tore my meniscus. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh no, wait, how? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the dumbest thing, Marissa. Like I <laughs> literally, it was Christmas or it was like around Christmas time. And I was, um, I was so excited. I got Tyler's Christmas present. Like the Amazon person came and I was like, I'm going to go downstairs and grab it. So like <laughs> I grabbed it and I like jetted into the bedroom to wrap it. So he didn't, I was like, don't look, don't come in here. I don't see it. And so like, I started, I like knelt down literally, you know, how when you're like sitting on your heels and you're yep. like, you're basically in child's pose, but like your back is up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, it just snapped like it, oh it was gosh. the worst pain of my entire life I mean like it was probably bound to happen eventually like I'm so glad it happened then and like not when I was I'm on tour or like yeah oh, so that was recovery um I'm still going through it <laughs> no but I um I'm in PT well I was in PT I'm done with PT now but I'm still like doing it but I had surgery in January I truly could not walk for a good couple of months I had crutches like I was literal tiny Tim for Christmas like it was, it was, I looked so sad and pitiful <laughs> oh my gosh but it was it's I'm so grateful that like it happened then and like not because it, it was definitely bound to happen and it wasn't even oh, a day. you have to figure out your identity with COVID and not you know dance yeah, right. like an injury like how do you yeah I know <laughs> that and you know but yeah. so then you can dance again and do all the things 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I'm, I'm back and I'm dancing and running again. And like, I've been to so many classes and like auditions, self tapes. Oh my gosh. Self tapes over the last year have been insane because obviously like we haven't yeah, had so you can't do an in-person audition. Yeah. So, tell me, okay. Like what's the perfect self tape? Girl, the perfect self tape doesn't exist. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's so funny too because like the difference between doing an audition and doing a self tape is wild because you get unlimited takes when you do a self tape, but you're also in a room by yourself recording yourself. There's no vibes, <laughs> like, but the vibes are great. Yeah, no, exactly. So you have to make sure that your energy is like so far up because you're the only person in this room and they have to be able to read your energy through a screen. So like, it's, it's kind of crazy, but I honestly didn't mind doing all the self tapes. And plus in Indy, like I had access, one of my friend's moms owns a studio and she was like, come take some, come do whatever you need, like whenever you want for free. And I was like, oh God, thank you. Like, that's incredible. So I would just like go to the studio, bring my like ring light and my little stand and um, plug my computer in and play the music. And so it would, I would normally submit a self tape dance first. Um, when I didn't have like time to go to the studio, we would go to like Tyler's gym in his apartment building or like we did it on the track, like by the high school near us. And it was <laughs> there's gotta get a compilation video of like all the crazy places that people have like zoomed in or danced in. Yeah. So great. I've I've seen a lot of self-tapes on roofs here. Like <laughs> because yeah, because I mean, yeah, you can kind of see what it's like. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So a lot of people, if you don't, cause I think the studio is closed for a while. So like they had nowhere to dance except for the roof. So like I saw a lot of roof self tapes. There was one audition, like zoom audition. And it was, oh my God, it, it scarred me for life. I think it was for Usher for the, um, for, <laughs> it was so funny. It was for Usher for the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. <laughs> and I tell you that that link got leaked there were 400 people on this call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My goodness. And like, originally I feel like it was only, and it was an agent submission thing. Like, so only a select few like, people who have, yeah. yeah. I mean like select few, probably there were supposed to be maybe 200 people, mm-hmm. but oh my God, there was, there were like four pages on the zooms, like of like so many people. And I was like, Oh, like, this is crazy. And so we ended up like learning the combo and they were like, they realized how many people were on the zoom and they were like, we can't do it in groups on the zoom. We're going to end the call. You guys tape it yourself and then send it in within the next two hours. And we we're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Funny enough. Usher didn't even perform at the Thanksgiving. Like it got canceled. Oh <laughs> my God. So it's just, honestly, that is the, Stressful like, time. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I was like, if this doesn't describe this year, like, I don't know what does. <laughs> crazy time honestly so now like things are slowly getting back to normal and you can do in-person stuff like are they starting in-person audition yeah the day after I got I moved in actually I had two in-person auditions and I was like oh my god like this is crazy but um it was it felt so good like it felt so good and like dance classes now like it just feels so good. It feels so you good. have something taken away and then yeah. back, people just, I think, appreciate it more and yeah, yeah, yeah. just go full out with it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So um, what are some of your like next steps? Like, are you still auditioning? Like, do you have any upcoming yeah. things you can share or just- I do, I do. Um, so the next thing that I'm doing, it's so crazy. 
networking and like friends of friends, you know what I mean? So I, I'll preface this. I'm going to try and make it a short story. I was in Indiana and one of, one of my friends from uh, Cinderella, a contract that I did in like 2019 reached out to me and was like, Hey, weird question. Are you in Indiana? And I was like, yes. Like, what, what do you need? Like what, what? (laughs) He was like, he was like, okay, well, my boyfriend is choreographing for high school. He has a lot of other things going on right now. So like he wanted to know if you wanted to take over. All you'd have to do is like clean it and maybe fill in the blanks if there are any blanks. I was like, yeah, of course I'll do it. And like, I was still getting over my injury, but I was like, yeah, I could absolutely, I love cleaning things. Like I love editing papers. I love cleaning dances. Like that's like my thing. So I did that. And it was so fun. It was a very different experience than I've ever, like, I've only really taught classes to people that like are dancer dancers. And most of these kids were like singer movers. And (laughs) I mean, we had a couple of like ringers. We definitely did, but they were, they were just all so dedicated. And like, it was, it was really, it was a feel good project for sure. Like it, it was, it was, it was incredible. So my friend Diego, from the Cinderella contract. His boyfriend's name is William. And William reached out to me and was like, hey, what are you doing this summer? And I was like, what are you doing this summer? <laughs> like, nothing, but like, I'm going to say like, something. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, okay, so I'm choreographing on your feet at the Muni. Um, do you want, do you want to be my dance captain? And I was like, yes, I want to be your dance captain. <laughs> So it was so crazy. So like, and normally Muni auditions, I've never actually gone in person myself. They didn't have them this year, I don't think. Um, but it's cra- It's like what TV depicts an audition would be like. Like thousands of people flock to St. Louis because they don't even do it in the city for the ensemble. Like, and then like you're there all day and there's like so many people and it's just chaotic. And like, and then you can make it to the end and still not book it. Like it's just, and it's just crazy. And like, I've had friends that have gone and like had that same experience and they even did the show that they were doing and they still made it to the end and didn't book it. Like, it's just, oh. uh, and then you spend all that money to get out there. It's just so crazy. So like getting it and not having to audition. I'm so grateful. Like I, that does, I, so crazy. Yeah. So we're starting that we're starting pre-production for that on Monday. And then we're actually going back in with Dance Lab the next week and doing like a little lab. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really a full circle. <laughs> that really is full circle. Gosh, I'm, I'm so excited. So I'm, I'm a dance captain and a swing. So if anybody's out, I'll just like hop in and do it. But um, I'm so excited. So like On Your Feet is the story of Gloria Estefan and Emilio Estefan. And um, so like, it's all the songs like conga and like all the, like all the good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Turn the beat around. Like, it's just, it's going to be so good. Um, I'm so excited. And so we go to St. Louis on August 9th. The contract is pretty short. We just, we rehearse over there and then we have 10 shows. I believe, I may be wrong. I might be wrong. I think we might have eight shows and then we have a week off and then we're going to do it again at Kansas city starlight in Kansas city a week after that. And then I saw the cast list and I'm doing it with like a couple of people that I know. And I was like, ah, what like what a turnaround literally <laughs> we're turning the beat around but um girl I'm so excited <laughs> it's gonna be so good it also gets me my equity card which like I don't know if I felt like a lot of people that aren't in theater totally don't know what that is but it's basically a union card so like being at the muni in St. Louis 
like you automatically get to join the union. It's like getting on Broadway, you automatically join like the union for actors, dancers, performers, you know? So it like obviously like sets the minimum of pay for like any job. So Chicago, even though we got to work with the Broadway team and their union, the production company, the show that we did on the road was technically non-union. Wow. What? See, it's just like getting out there and doing your thing yeah. and you work at it for like a year. You're gonna come yeah. there and just like your network grows, your confidence yeah. grows, who, yeah. you know, and just, ah, uh, this is so great to hear that you are. I knew you're going to kick it. I knew oh. it. Oh my gosh. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wait a second. I'm nervous. Okay. Oh. <laughs> What's your favorite Broadway dance center class that you've taken? Oh goodness. Okay. I'm just going to say Josh Asor, uh, just because I just took his class the other day and I love it. And he choreographed for Cinderella. So I got to know him a little bit more in that, like in a choreographer's aspect, but I would definitely say BDC favorite class, Josh Asor. What type, what type of style does he teach? Um, it's, he's, it's listed under theater, but it's very much theater. Like it's, I would say jazz funk a little bit, but also that was just like very stylistic. I I love, love, love his work. It's great. (laughs) Favorite musical. Oh God. Somebody asked me this the other day. Um, okay. As of right now, well, you know what? I think mine has been hairspray for a long time. But I really think when Hamilton came out, I saw it on Broadway and it was the most incredible like show I've ever seen live. So I would say, oh, you know what? I'd say Hamilton slash the prom on Broadway. I honestly didn't finish the movie yet, but. I've been to New York a couple of times and every time we go, we see Broadway shows and they're just yeah. absolutely amazing. I think my first yeah. one I saw was um, Band of the Opera and I just was oh. crying because it oh, did because yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, the wonder it's been around forever. Yeah, like it's just uh and it was Norm Lewis, uh, oh the Phantom, and oh my god, we were really close. And the theaters are just so like old and yeah, right, and just like uh yeah, it makes all it- the feels. Yeah, all the feels. Uh. <laughs> what is your um current favorite song that you like to dance to? Ooh, oh my goodness, current favorite song that I like to dance to. Yikes, I don't know. Can I like phone yeah. a friend just look at my phone to see what I've like recently? Everyone does it. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah! Ah. Maybe. Okay, whenever the song comes on, like I literally have to stop everything but best friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. That might be my most listened to like workout slash running slash like shower song. <laughs> Describe your dance style in three words or less. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'd say sassy, technical, mm-hmm. and uh, oh my gosh, less. Okay, so sassy and technical. I feel like versatile. Versatile, yes. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. I like those. Who or what inspires you? Oh my goodness. I think. I feel like a lot of things inspire me, but at the moment, I think that I'm most inspired by like kids coming to see a show and just like seeing 
me or anybody, any of us on stage and being like, and I like, and seeing themselves and us and just like opening their eyes to, oh, like if they can do it, I can do it. Or like, wow, like look at this person who looks like me on this stage or like, you know, just things like that. I think definitely, definitely the children, definitely the kiddos. (laughs) Oh my God. Or just like anybody that like, wouldn't, I don't know, that would want to even try anything in the arts or like just by someone else being inspired by us. I feel like that inspires me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Favorite New York restaurant. Oh, geez. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Okay. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. I do really like Jacob's pickle. That place is very, very good. They have great drinks great food yeah I would say that and then if you're going for like on the go I would say either dig in or sweet green so good what <laughs> advice would you give someone who is going to their first audition Ooh, a couple tips um oh yes okay I would definitely say keep your eyes and ears open because it's very easy to miss things if you're new you should get there kind of early to sign up on an unofficial list. Um, Cause if it's like an equity audition, you're required to see all the equity people, but you don't have to see the non-union people. So there's always like a side list that like somebody will start maybe at like 6am in the morning. And then like, it's kind of like a, I don't know. Everybody knows that this is like the unofficial list you don't want to destroy it you don't want to like you know I've had that happen before it's just not fun but yeah everybody it's like a mutual respect thing but like put your name on the list and then sometimes the monitor will take that and say like okay like we're gonna type or like okay like we're gonna go through this actual list of people you know so that's definitely a thing that the average person probably would not know that you have to do and also just like be confident and take up space because I know when I like if I'm going into an audition and I don't and I'm not looking as cute as I want to like definitely oh my gosh yes definitely wear things that you are comfortable slash like feel fierce in because if you don't like your audition is not gonna be good Mm -hmm. and I can't tell you how many times that I've like gone in and I've been like oh like these leggings aren't it for me today like I don't really like that (laughs) or like or even if I psych myself out and I'm just like oh like I don't know. Like, I'm not having a great day. That's not going to be good. Like you have to go in and be like, okay, like not in like a stuck up way, but like, okay, like I'm supposed to be here. I fit in like I, or stand out, you know, like I, I definitely think that that is a huge thing because when I have not been confident, that is when I don't get a call back, you know, (laughs) and they can see that. Like they see it in your eyes. If you're not like here for it or like, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, definitely be confident, be prepared with like everything you need your headshot your book of songs because sometimes they're like oh like we've heard that song too much what what else do you have or like oh like that doesn't fit in your voice like do you have anything that's higher or lower or like le- don't do a musical theater song do a pop song like we can't stand musical theater songs you know <laughs> no no seriously like <laughs> oh, sometimes say on the breakdown like no musical theater in all caps but I'm like this is for a musical <laughs> But like, okay, <laughs> but go off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely, I think my main thing though would be like confidence, preparedness, and 
aware of your surroundings. Mm. For sure. Yeah. So when you're not dancing, singing, acting, all the things, what do you like to do for yourself? Oh, for myself. Oh my gosh. Um, I love to bake. I love baking. I love to, I, cooking. Not as much. I love playing tennis. I love tennis. I that's like the others. I know that I said dance was like the only sport that I stuck with or the only like activity that I stuck with, but, um, tennis, I still do for fun. And it's, I love, I love playing tennis, hitting the ball around. Um, I've gotten way more into reading over the pandemic. Um, oh my gosh. I love like watching TV <laughs> as I think everybody does. I'm trying to think of other things, spending time outside for sure. Um, especially like over this last year. Cause like what, what else can you do than like go for a walk running? I love running. Oh, video editing. I actually really enjoy <laughs> yeah. I think that video editing is like chore- choreography. Like it's choreography. You're just like, it really is. No, it's so fun. It's so fun for me. So that too odd, but fun. <laughs> Wow. She does all the things. All the things. I'm trying. (laughs) Yes. I love it. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. This was a blast, like a total blast. I love hearing your journey. I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm rooting for Toledo. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm rooting for you. Oh my goodness. All of your things all good things you can follow sarah on instagram at sarah sigmund underscore and it's sarah s-a-r-a-h-s-i-g-m-a-n underscore yes ma'am with the h (laughs) i get the h in there oh my gosh the sarah's with just the a's i give them a little side eye because it's like are you crazy i don't know thanks again and thanks for everyone who's listening um stay tuned for another episode next month